Man, what's going on? This is your boy D. Johnson back with another episode of Talk That Ish. Sorry, y'all. I know it's been a while. I know I've been gone, but like I said, you know, <clears throat> got some things I have to handle, but I'm back. I want to talk about real quick this Golden State situation. I want to talk about why I think that people are, are just kind of sweeping this under the rug, like your Stephen A. Smiths, the Get Up crew with, uh, you know, with... Um, What's my guy's name? God, 81 point guy. I forgot. Forget his name. Anyways, these guys, uh, you know, Skip Bayless, um, Shannon Sharp, all those guys have been sweeping this situation under the rug, saying it's no big deal, it's no big deal. But let me tell you something about the media, man. One thing about the media is the media has its narratives. I mean, I don't care. I don't care how much these folks tell you. They have their narrative about the stories they want to write, what they want you to acknowledge, what they think is serious, what they think is not serious. Let me preface that with some evidence, because mind you, I'm a LeBron James fan. Now, this man, if he were to do something, if, if let's see, let's say if, um, if LeBron <laughs> had gotten into a dispute with a Rondo because... You know, he didn't pass him the ball. Rondo drives, loses the ball, and they lose the game. They would be crushing the, the Lakers this morning. They would be saying, oh, LeBron is, uh, is, is, is back to his usual tricks again. He's being toxic. He's going to trade Rondo, lay coach, lay GM, la, la. Let's, let's, let's just call it what it is because that's facts. Y'all, I mean, you can dispute that all you want to. But Golden State is a dynasty. They ha- they've had smooth selling to the honeymoon. Every free agency trip they have had, um, they have had a lot of luck um, and landing some marquee names to remain that dynasty. They've remained for the last, was it five years or so? I think they were, st- they were good. Was it 2013 to 2018? So yeah, about five years now that they've been this dynasty. Okay. So let me preface this. And I wanted to come out with this video separately because, um, as you guys know, we got a hot take coming up. I told y'all once every NBA team in the association plays 14 games, you're going to do a seven, uh, a 14 game checkup on my, t- on, on the teams, uh, score by score, uh, the games they've played lately. And also just some different, some hot takes on all the teams. Like I usually do. So I'm going to be back with that. And don't, don't worry. Y'all I do have those football updates for you guys are just sitting in there, uh, sitting in the edit ready to be uploaded i just need to stop being lazy and actually do it um <laughs> so i will i'll make sure that gets done for you guys give you guys my preference and my opinions on uh the playoff picture for the nfl and and what the seasons look like so far for all my Steeler folks up there the good news and the bad news for my still for our Steelers this year and everything else but that's a story for another podcast for this one we want to we want to talk strictly about golden state now look I told you guys on if you guys listen to my earlier videos or if you guys have been listening to me, I didn't have Golden State winning the championship this year. Um, I had Boston winning the championship. Uh, but to be honest with you, and, I, and I'm going to tell you this, I might just uh, back off my pick about Boston. I'm going to explain that in the distant future, probably preferably tomorrow when I do my hot take on Boston and why. They need to, I think they need, to, they need to make a trade. I think they need to pick up a mellow or another veteran piece as Kyrie Irving hinted towards and uh <clears throat> we'll see but um it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting to kind of see the dynamic of how uh this Golden State team works out because already you know the, the whole story this uh this year for the um Golden State Warriors has been free agency it's like we land Boogie Cousins but we're talking about free agency 2019-2020 
And the reason why that is important is because KD has an option to walk away from the Golden State Warriors and go somewhere else. And also, Clay Thompson is up for a contract. Draymond Green is up for a contract. And also, Boogie Cousins will be up for a contract. So, the Golden State Warriors have made it perfectly known that they're they're going to stand packed as much as they can with the group. So they're they're trying to keep Steph, they're trying to keep Clay, they're trying to keep Draymond, and of course if they can, and if if he if he wants to be there and win more championships, his championships is a selling point for him. Um, then they're trying to keep KD as well. But obviously, you know the news has been pretty. Uh, they've had they've had their moments in, in the news where. It's been more or less, you know, let's take the trip when they went to New York and played the Knicks. Uh, they had a billboard trying to recruit KD. And you and, and maybe that's not a big deal. But when you're Golden State and you're trying to go for a three-peat, these type of distractions can be the reasons why you ultimately lose the championship. Now, let me preference this before anybody says I'm a hater or anything like that. This is by far one of the all-time greatest teams ever assembled. This is not a question of... Will they do it? They are the favorites to win the championship this year. That's not what I said. And I don't think any team is going to outplay them. Uh, I do. I think that this is too. This is reminiscent of the 2002 Lakers um, when you had, so, you know, they just came off the three peat, looking to four peat, and they just couldn't get it done because of the chemistry issues. Um, I thought them adding Boogie Cousins and the fact that really this isn't the first time that uh, I'm sure that Draymond and KD have butted heads. If you paid attention to um, Draymond and KD's interactions on the floor, at least um, when. Uh, you know, when KD had gotten there. Now it's been it's been ignored because Steph Curry's putting up MVP numbers. Clay Thompson has been shooting lights out. So these guys are covering up the chemistry issues that have always been there. And even if you don't believe me, uh, go check out online David West comments last year into winning the championship when he said this was probably one of the most hardest championships behind closed doors we had to endure to get back to this point to win back to back. So these guys have definitely had some troubles from behind closed doors. And what I say, my mom always told me, she said, too many, too many chefs in the kitchen um, can mean that somebody is going to have to go. So if you're, you look at what happened in this Clippers game, obviously they lose this game. Um, this game was pretty much over. They had a chance to win it in the fourth quarter um, in the last minute shot. Draymond was playing a point guard, which to me, I don't, I don't get because I mean, I know, and, and this just for those who don't know, um, <clears throat> Steph Curry is out with a, uh, a strained abdominal or something like that. So he's going to be out for like, I guess they say like five or six games or so. No big deal. It's just, I mean, this is one of those things for Golden State. They they know how to handle it. You have three other all-stars. You should be able to get it done. Um, to me, I feel like, you know, teams like the Clippers, they, that's a bad loss for Golden State because you have essentially KD, you have Klay Thompson, still you have Draymond. And for me, when Steph Curry is not on the floor, I think that KD needs to be the point guard. And I think that um, <clears throat> Clay needs to be, you know, be the spot up shooter, drive to the basket guy. And Draymond needs to be the third option, of course. Um, they, they put Draymond as the point and the orchestrator this round. I don't understand why they did that because he doesn't have the best handles and <clears throat> he's not the best consistent perimeter shooter. He has some good nights and he has some very cold nights as well. More cold nights than the good nights. So you won't wonder. Yeah, but the basketball in the hands of KD, who's, who knows how to run the offense and who can create his own shot and create for others. Um, 
but we get to this last play in the fourth quarter. It's tied 106 apiece, and Draymond dry, uh, takes the basket up. You can see in the video um, KD clapping his hands like, "Yo, give me the ball, man! Give me the ball!" Because you know, if 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 KD gets that ball, he's gonna he's gonna um, you know go up the court. Uh, stop and hit his, his, his either hit his signature three or um, you know drive to the basket and get a foul. So they had a chance to win this game. So this was a very bad loss. Now this is a loss that they should be over. You know doing this over making headlines. No, because I mean it's only fourteen games in. Um, you guys, they're they're the top seed so far in the West at eleven and three, and the next closest team is like I think like um, I guess. Um, Portland, I think I got to look it up at eight and three or something. So they're 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 ahead based on playing more games than the Portland Trailblazers at this point. So it's not a big deal that you're not you know you're losing these games, but it's not good either. But this is what I'm talking about. I, I'm and I titled this you know planting the seeds for the fall of Golden State. It's not going to be the talent. That makes the Golden State. No team in the association can mess with Golden State on their best day or even their worst day. Let's get that straight. And I'm a LeBron James fan saying this, but Steph Curry, if he's playing at this type of MVP level, um, that you know they're gonna win the championship in three P. Now, the reason why I say they won't is because you have guys like you don't have David West there no more. You don't have some of the older guys that were able to really get in the family. I mean, don't get me wrong. You have Sean Livingston. You have Iguodala. But those guys, <clears throat> those guys have been there since the beginning of, uh, you know, when they start going on this one. I think they came in, what, 2014 or 2015, one of those two. And, I mean, they're, they're good contribu- contributors off the bench. But they're all, but the thing about their bench now is they've gotten a year older. They've gotten a step slower. Um, Livingston is, you know, he'll, he'll give you an efficient um, efficient time off the bench, but you know clearly you can see the drop off of uh, Andre Iguodala um, and <clears throat> what he was to being one six to being a candidate for six man of the year to being a Finals MVP um, in twenty was it twenty thirteen twenty four twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen no it was twenty fifteen um, that he was that Finals MVP um, to uh, you know getting that against LeBron, but you can just see how now that David Livingston um to an extent uh JaVel McGee um guys that have kind of been there Swaggy P guys that have kind of been there and done that that are able to kind of like get in the faces of like Draymond get in the faces of uh have the cachet to get in the face of KD and be like hey you know chill out you know, we look at the bigger picture, Steph to an extent, but Steph is babysitting the injury. And that's the thing that's going to deter this Golden State Warriors team, because at, over the last three years, Steph Curry has shown that he doesn't have the as he's gotten older, the injuries that he had when he was younger are starting to become more and more um, frequent, frequent with him. And that's the only thing that can really stop this Golden State team is just injuries. And when you have a guy like Steph who still has suspect ankles and now he has an abdominal strain and just these little nitpick in- injuries and he's, you know, and the, I think. For the first time last year, he was actually healthy through the playoffs. If you guys remember the first two or three runs, he was always either injured at some point during the playoffs or injured during the first run, injured coming in with that knee in 2016, which caused him to lose because he definitely wasn't himself in that series, um, and, and he didn't have you know that pop behind his um, jump shot that we're used to um, from him. So it it's a uh, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see um, what these guys do as a whole. But there's some chemistry issues. There's some things I think that this blow up that happened between KD and Draymond 
it, it's not one of those things where it's like, hey, bro, I was open, man, but you know what? Don't worry about it. Keep your head up. We good. It was one of those things where, like, they had it out for each other. Now, I read some reports from ESPN and um, Andrew Windhorst that says that Draymond was calling KD the B word um, as they went to the locker room, at you know, um, arguing back and forth. And so basically, the Warriors shut that down because they were like, we're trying to sign KD next offseason. We're not trying to have him leave because, you know, this is reminiscent of his old situation in OKC. We're not trying to lose him to the to the Lakers or, or to the East if they if he chooses to go East and his uh off season so you know it's it's gonna be really pretty interesting and i don't know how it's gonna rub draymond because draymond is a very outspoken spoken person now they suspended him without pay against atlanta and they were able to win that game 110 to 103 um not and 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 that's not very satisfying considering what they have but like i said before with golden state their bench is not great. If you want to exploit Golden State, um, even when they come back with all five All-Stars, you're going to have to run these guys and attack the inside because I don't believe so much in Looney against the elites. Um, I don't, you know, these guys, Jabrinko, Jabrinko, he's a good role player, but he's not a game changer off the bench. You can take advantage of Golden State off the bench. You can take advantage of Golden State even when Boogie comes back. You can take advantage in the fast break because the, their tempo is going to slow down because Draymond, excuse me, um, <clears throat> DeMarcus Cousins is not that running center. He has a good motor, but he's a big guy that likes to post up, get rebounds and everything else. So when they made this signing, I was very curious about the chemistry because for one, let's document the fact that <clears throat> uh, DeMarcus Cousins has a big, big issue with his temper and his temperament in the locker room i.e why him and ad has some issues and why the pelicans were lowballing demarcus cousins to the point where he was pretty much forced out so you got to ask questions about what really happened there and with the pelicans because there was some news on it but it wasn't enough to really give you a clarity answer of okay you know i see why that happened or okay this is what happened there it was more or less like you know it just didn't work out they didn't give him the contract he wanted but why you know, they know how good he is. He got an unfortunate injury, an injury that's very hard to come back from, but he's doing it and it's very motivational to see. Um, but why didn't they not give him that mass contract? Why is he having to audition with the Golden State Warriors and get a ring and then find his own spot, his own mass contract next year? So you, we wonder how that dimension will work. And the fact that uh, DeMarcus Cousins was pulling, you know, Draymond Green to the side talking to him was quite hilarious. Cause I'm like, this is the last person that I would expect to do that. But it did happen. And so, you know, you know, that, that, you know, was pretty interesting to see and watch as a fan. Now, I just wonder how this dynamic is going to work because the people like Golden State plays unselfish, blase, blase, blase. Well, let me point out to the fact that, again, preference you guys that four out of the five starters on this team are on a contract on a contract renewal year. You have Klay Thompson, you have uh, KD, you have Draymond, you have DeMarcus Cousins. Will these guys be able to still keep that chemistry or will these guys be balling out for their contract? Because somebody's going to be the odd man out. Now, we already know DeMarcus Cousins is not coming back. Um, they've made that perfectly clear in their camp and they're worried about uh, keeping KD. So is the organization going to, you know, uh, give KD the whole piggy bank? 
and somebody else gets screwed because basically Clay Thompson said he'll play for whatever. He's loyal. He's going to stay with him. I do believe him. He's been there since the beginning, since he was drafted there, and he wants to retire a Golden State Warrior, which I respect. But for guys like KD and Draymond, they want their money. They took pay cuts to keep the team together, and they're trying to show and, and show out this year and perform to keep those contracts. And now that you've had, you, you've seen Draymond pretty much having to remind KD that, hey, I've been here, dog. You just got here two years ago. Calm your roll. And that was a problem for KD because KD's saying like, hey, if it weren't for me, y'all wouldn't have been able to get over the top against LeBron. And and we've been able to do it two years in a row. So now there's some there's some collision. I think this is a cause for concern. And now I'm not trying to be that guy to create a narrative, but let's just look at the facts. The fact was there was a statement released yesterday from um, KD after the game in an interview that said, did he speak to Draymond Green? He says no. He said he doesn't want to cause any problems. So there's still some animosity between those two that has not been handled. And if I'm Draymond Green, yeah, I'm, I'm a little salty because the organization chose a guy that's only been there two years um, over me when – I, you know, we just being teammates and I'm just, you know, sometimes because Draymond's a very emotional guy. So he's trying to he's trying to say, like, look, man, like I, I thought that I, I thought that this was my time to go ahead and take over. I'm going to try and show that, even though to me, I think in that situation, you give the ball to KD. But he's trying to he's trying to prove uh, and earn his contract for next year, which is what I saw. And, you know, he's trying to do it. And, of course, Draymond Green doesn't really have a good handle in the clutch enough to go inside against a, a, a pretty good defender. And he lost the ball. This isn't the first time Draymond pulled that type of play before. But they could have won the game right then and there, and it went to OT. Now, I don't blame <clears throat> Draymond Green for that. But, you know, if you're KD and Draymond Green, you got to, you know, take your head out of your tail and say, look, we got OT. We got to go win this. We're the Golden State Warriors. We're, de- we're two-time defending champs. We got to go, you know, show up. And they didn't so ultimately the mental aspect of this is going to be some issues and also let me remind you guys that there was a report that came out before the season started about Draymond Green and Steve Kerr button heads and I just and and then it's funny I want to recap y'all's um um Y'all can look at this. Stephen A. Smith said one time on his radio show, he said there's some uh, rumors going around that if it came down to KD and Draymond, meaning that if they have to, if Draymond gives the organization too much trouble, because let's not forget in 2016, he was on a technical foul spree to the point where he cost that team his championship. So he's, you got to think about Draymond Green is a great player, but the way the Golden State Lures are looking at it, the way Joe Lacum and all those guys are looking at it, Bob Myers, all those guys looking at it, they're like, Look, if he's more trouble than what he is worth to us, we can get rid of him, resign Boogie, and give uh, KD a mass contract. Give um, <clears throat> give give uh, Clay Thompson a mass contract and just suffer the consequences of the luxury tax. So that's the bottom line. The brother, the bottom line is Draymond Green is very expendable, and I think as you can see, and I don't think this is going to be the last or the first time that they'll have some type of altercation. Then you're adding a guy like DeMarcus Cousins, who's a natural hothead uh, when somebody's able to, to even mess with him defensively or, or interfere with his head. He's going to be a hothead. So you ask about all these dimensions. You ask about the contracts. You ask about a motive. Like To me, this shows that Steph Curry is the Golden State Warriors. He is the real MVP of this team and doesn't get as much respect for being the orchestrator, for being the greater shooter, for having a good shooting percentage. Because if he doesn't have those numbers, I think this Golden State team is a lot more vulnerable, believe it or not, with five All-Stars than they were with um, at, at, at his peak with KD, 
uh, Draymond, Steph Curry, and Clay, and and uh, Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, and the bench that they had from last year. I do think that was a more formidable team um, <clears throat> than this one that they have coming up. Now that's not that's not to say that this team you know won't be effective. They won't get to the finals. I'm not going that far. I'm saying mentally there are too many distractions from them getting to a three P. People gotta understand. It is very hard in the NBA to get to a three-peat. When you look at the East, the East is becoming the new West in a sense. You have four teams that could beat and not legitimately have a case to beat the Warriors in a four- or seven-game series in the playoffs. You have Milwaukee. You have Toronto. You have Boston. You have Philadelphia, who just acquired Jimmy Butler, and we'll talk about that um, during the uh, heat check. So... There's a lot of trouble and a lot of a, a longer, harder road than when LeBron was in the East and they knew that they didn't really have to worry about none because nine times out of ten, LeBron didn't have the team to match up well against the Golden State Warriors. Now, well, now you have four teams that have good coaches that have young and youthful legs that can run with the Golden State Warriors. You have Kawhi Leonard showing that he's the best player in the East right now. Um, you have, you know... Uh, Andre, uh, excuse me, um, the Greek freak from Milwaukee pleading his case for MVP. And I think he is definitely in the top five for MVP performances with AD, with uh, Steph Curry, of course, leading the way with Kawhi Leonard. Um, I do believe if uh, Kyrie continues to put up the numbers he he, he puts up, I think he should be in consideration. Um, I do think if... Um, Dame Lillard puts up the numbers he does he should be in consideration as well now it's going to be interesting and now that you guys understand where I'm coming from when I say that I think that the Golden State Warriors are showing you guys seeds of the end this may not everything you know has to be on the court um, to affect people's game you look at the dimensions and the egos on this team they've never had issues with it before they've dealt with small adversities from other teams but never adversities from within. And it started last year, part of the source of David West, when he went to ESPN interviewers and said, yeah, that was really hard. You know, I was the reason why I wanted to sit down after this year, after I got a ring, because these guys, they're passionate, but they, they you know, they have egos now. You know, that's what happens when you win a lot. You know, you, you kind of get that ego like, well, look, I don't have to listen to Coach Kerr no more. I don't got, I mean, we, we're going to continue to do what's been working for us until somebody stops us, which is great. But as a team, you know, as a team that's assembled like this, talent is not going to be enough. When you have a red dot behind your back like the Golden State Warriors do, I think the East is going to be more prone to answer the, uh, the, the, the quest if the right team gets in. And to me, I think the only legit two teams from the, the East that can really challenge the Golden State Warriors are, excuse me, three, is Philadelphia now they acquire uh, Jimmy Butler. I do think they need to uh, pick up a couple of shooters now um, to go with Jimmy Butler coming off the bench so they can spread the floor now and, and the spacing will be more open so Ben Ben Simmons can do his thing. Um, but it's going to be pretty interesting to see um, what this Golden State Warriors team does because, like I said, contracts are coming up. Um, people are growing wary. You know, KD hasn't really given much of an answer about whether he will stay or go next year. Um, 
and and you know because of LeBron's move now to LA, it's making it okay to say, hey, I can go to another team, and that's a new chapter in my in my legacy and in my career. And LeBron really paved the way for that. So is KD going to mimic that? Considering that KD and LeBron used to work out together, used to are very close and friends off the court. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see. And that's going to you know it's going to be pretty interesting to see what they do with Draymond. Because as I said, if Draymond, even if they if Draymond never goes back and forth with KD, like let's say if he starts getting technical fouls again. Or him and Boogie get into it in practice, or him and KD get into it in practice, or him and Steve Kerr get into it in practice, as reports have reported in the past, then the Warriors are going to ultimately have a decision to make whether to keep Draymond this offseason or pay him the money, the max, the super max he's looking for, and if he's worth that trouble. To me, Green says he's worth that trouble. I think without Green, you don't win a championship because he's the defensive anchor. He makes more of the clutch defensive plays for that. He has the heart and the and the dog in him that Steph Curry misses. Steph Curry is the scoring leader. He's the floor general. But when it comes time to be tough, if somebody punches Steph Curry in the mouth, sometimes Steph Curry can kind of go. He can kind of go away. Uh, he can kind of whittle away in the fourth quarter on you if, if if you get in his face and you say, "What you gonna do, Steph?" Because I mean, you can look up, go back and look to the Houston Rockets series last year uh, when the Rockets, you know, went to three and they were on the cusp of winning that. Um, that series the last two games you know the words were getting up and stuff and he wasn't able to respond so draymond green and andre Iguodala are their two defensive anchors that really are the heart and soul of this team when those guys don't play there's a noticeable difference because now Katie's having to do more work. He's having to carry a LeBron load of work on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And when you look at him, that's what to me. That's why that's what separates KD and LeBron to me at this point in their careers. Because LeBron can still somewhat when it's time for him to play defense, when it's time for him to get a stop in the in the uh, playoffs, because he don't play defense in the regular season. Just deal with it. He's, he's going to conserve and wait to the uh, you know till the playoffs, and when he is going to make some important defensive plays, but. Um, <clears throat> he's he's just not there yet to be able to do that, and you see that. You know, he, you see he's just a scorer. He can be a rim protector, and he can play you well one on one. But he can't keep that high energy up for a long period of time through seven, through fourteen games without it affecting his jump shot, without him it affecting his consistency and <clears throat> his uh, um, you know, his stat sheet as well. So that's gonna be pretty interesting to see. Um, you know, from from the Warriors, as I said, man, I think they're going to implode before it's all said and done, because there's only one basketball at the end of the day. You ask yourself, you know, yes, is the greatest with with great with great weapons like the Gold State Warriors comes great responsibility. And we're going to have to see how this team works out as a whole. And I will certainly be watching. But don't for those saying that it's a foregone conclusion, the Golden State Warriors win. Are they the favorite? Yes. Should they be the favorite? Yes. Is anybody messing with them from a talent perspective? No. Is anybody messing with them from a um, <clears throat> a basketball IQ or uh, talent when mashed up? No. This is going to be about this. This has too much reminiscence of the 2002 Lakers and how they were able to pretty much lose that lose the ability to make his, history, being the first team ever to four P. Because Shaq and Kobe couldn't coexist, and it just ultimately cost them a championship. And that's what I see happening for the Golden State Warriors.
Um, I don't see anybody in the West that can touch them right now. Um, on the way to, on route to the on route to the finals. So you booked their 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 ticket. I think it's gonna take a team to really really test this team. That's why I say I hope that the Boston Celtics can get themselves together a little bit and get on a bit of a run. I hope that um, <clears throat> Gordon Hayward can pick up his game because. You know, when he's not playing well, it affects it actually affects um, Hortford and the rest of their young guys. And they've had some some issues with uh, Terry Rozier. But like I said, those will be topics for uh, for the upcoming heat check that I'll be doing tomorrow. As usual, this has been your boy D Johnson on the mic for Talk That Ish. I'm going to be back tomorrow for heat check and you'll have some NFL news coming to you later on this week. Y'all stay warm because I'm in Atlanta, man. It is raining a lot and it is cold and i gotta get ready to go to work i just got out of the gym and i'm about to um pre pre meal prep real quick and get in the shower so y'all enjoy your day peace out